Hello and welcome to the Writer's Song Podcast. My name is Matt and I'm the creator of the Writer's Song YouTube channel. This podcast is a conversation between me and you. So if you'd like to get in on the conversation, then feel free to leave your comments, questions or suggestions here on Substack, which you can access at writersongpodcast.com or on the YouTube community tab. I love to hear your thoughts and suggestions and you can help to shape future episodes. So feel free to get in touch. This week, I want to talk about the reason we're all here, really. How do you write a song? And this is quite a big and broad question, but I'm going to provide a blueprint for you that should make this as simple as possible. Now, writing a song can be as easy or as difficult as you want to make it. If you're a beginner, then you might struggle to write a song. If you're more experienced, then maybe you'll take a lot longer and provide lots of interesting and complex variations within your song. Now, what I'm going to present here is a framework that I worked on for my new course. That is called How to Write Your First Song in One Hour. You can learn more at onehoursong.com and there's also a link in the show notes. So the first thing to consider for most songwriters is what key am I going to write a song in? So I'm going to assume here that you know and understand what a key is. But if you don't, then feel free to go to the Writer Song YouTube channel. And I've got lots of videos explaining what keys are and where the chords in a key come from. For your first song or earlier songs, I suggest using major keys. And major keys are probably the most popular keys that are used in popular music. They're very simple to understand. Generally speaking, major keys would be described as happy sounding. Now that is probably a bit simplistic because you can craft a song that feels happy or sad or any other range of emotions within a major key. But generally speaking, people would say a major key sounds happy and a minor key, for example, sounds sad. Now within a major key, you have seven chords and three of these are major, three of them are minor and one of them is diminished. Don't worry too much about the diminished chord, particularly when you're starting, as it can become quite tricky or quite difficult. But if you are interested in that, then again, go onto the Write a Song YouTube channel and I can I explain what a diminished chord is and also some other techniques you can use for using the diminished chord in your chord progress. So even within the major keys, there are 12 available to you and each one will have a different range of chords. So what I often suggest is that Look at the chords that are within each major key and think about how you're going to play or present your song. If you're playing the guitar or another instrument, for example, think about what chords you are able to play easily. That will probably dictate which key you end up choosing. For example, a popular key with guitarists is G major. A popular key with piano players is C major. So have a think about which major key you're going to choose, but any of them will do. And then the first part, of the one hour song blueprint is to start with the chords. The chords are often the easiest part to start your song with. If you think of a song as being split up with chords or harmony, melody and lyrics, then you can technically start at any of these points. But for a beginner songwriter and for quick songwriting, I suggest starting with the chords. So when it comes to the chords, I would start simple and build up. So create short, simple chord progressions. And a chord progression is just a series of chords that work as a whole to create a unified sound. They're the building blocks of song, the building blocks of songwriting. Again, I've got hundreds of videos on my YouTube channel about chord progressions because 
They're very popular and people are interested in them. So check that out if you're not sure about what chord progressions are. And in a major key, I would say start just with the major chords. You may see these referred to as the 1, 4 and 5 chords and use these like a scaffolding for your chord progressions and your song. Once you've got a basic scaffolding with major chords, then you can come back and fill in the gaps with some of the other chords, the minor chords. And as you work up your chord progressions, think about them in blocks of four bars. Most songs are written in a 4-4 time signature, which has four beats in a bar. So if you've got blocks of four bars, then you can start to work them into a song later on. The other thing that is important with chord progressions, and to be fair, all of songwriting, is rhythm. Think about the rhythm in your chord progression. And to do that, you think, how often are the chords going to change? So I said you want a four-bar block, but a four-bar block could have as many or as few chords in it as you want. And that will come back to how often you change chords. So maybe you change the chord twice in a bar. Maybe you change the chord four times in a bar. That is on every beat in a 4-4 time signature. A tip for creating even more interesting chord progressions is to change chords between the beats on the bar. That is, your chord changes don't fall on one of the four beats. This creates something called syncopation, which will also be important later when looking at melodies. So once you've got some basic chord progressions, you can start to fit them into a simple song structure. And a song structure is just how a song is formed. So you may have heard of verses and choruses. These are just sections within a larger song structure. So if you take a chorus, for example, the chorus will be built up of chord progressions. Now, it might just be one simple chord progression, or it could be several. So if you've got your four bar chord progressions, you might have two or four of them within a chorus. And then likewise, a verse is another song section. Typically with a verse, the musical section, the chords will repeat, but the lyrics will change. Whereas with the chorus, everything repeats. So find a simple song structure that you like and fit your chord progressions into this song structure. Taking this approach means that you then have a whole song sketched out just with chords. If you're not sure about song structures, then look to one of your favourite songs and copy that. Or you can go to the Write Song YouTube channel and I have some videos about song structures. Check out the onehoursong.com course that I've put together where I've got 31 different song structures that you can choose. After writing the chords first and putting them into a, a simple song structure, I then suggest working on the melody. Now, a lot of people struggle with melody, but if you've already written your chords, then the melody is actually a really simple thing to do. The first thing to do is to take the notes in the chords that are playing and use them as your melody note. If you're just using the basic chords from a major key, whether that's major, minor or even diminished, each chord is made up of three notes. And you may see this also referred to as a triad. So what you do is, as each chord is playing... You take those three notes that create that chord and you use them to create your melody line. For example, if you've got a C major chord playing, you take the notes from the C major chord and use them in your melody only whilst that chord is playing. When you change chords, say you changed to G major, then you use the notes in the new chord. And if you do this going through your song that you've sketched out with chords, then you'll quickly realise that 
the limitation of only three notes means that you can easily make a melody. Now, this melody is not going to be fantastic. It's going to be very simple. But a bit like the chords, use these chord note melodies to create a scaffold. You'll also notice that some chords share notes and you can hold notes over chord changes because they've got a shared note in common. And that's a good thing to experiment with when you're beginning your scaffold. Then once you've done that, you can begin to introduce other notes. The major keys are constructed with notes from the major scale and each major scale will have seven notes. So if you think that for each chord you're using three chord notes, then you've got four additional notes that you can also use. Now when you use notes that aren't in the underlying chords, they create more tension and you want to create tension. Tension in your songwriting is very important because you can build it up and then resolve it with your chord notes. So if you don't want too much tension, you can use these non-chord notes as passing notes. That is, they have a short duration and they link your chord note. Or if you want to be a bit more bold, you can have non-chord notes prominent, lasting a long time, and maybe not even featuring any chord notes. So this is up to you. This is a process of experimentation. And again, if you want more detailed explanations, check out the Writer's Song YouTube channel or go to onehoursong.com where I provide a more in-depth framework for creating your melody. Don't neglect your rhythm with your melody, as I mentioned earlier. Having rhythmic variations, notes that don't fall on beats in a bar, is very important for creating interest in your melodies. This can even revive a simple melody that only uses chord notes. If you've got an interesting rhythm, then that will get you most of the way towards having an interest. And then once you've worked through your song and you've got chords and you've got melody, then the final part is lyrics. And I know that so many songwriters really struggle with lyrics. And my suggestion for the majority of songwriters is to have the simplest approach possible. And the approach I favour is called a lyric sketch. So a lyric sketch is where you start with a blank page and you just write. So you might set a timer for a period of time or you might just get to writing but you write down everything that comes to mind. There's no filter here. Don't be judgmental, just get writing. And once you've written a couple of pages, A4 pages, you might start to find that certain themes start to appear. My suggestion is to do this with pen or pencil and paper because it's more of a organic process and it's easier to do and refine by hand before going to a word processor or computer or your phone. So once you've written a lyric sketch, you can then go through and highlight certain lines, highlight certain words, highlight certain phrases, and you'll be amazed at how many different things appear. If you've struggled a bit with the sketch, you can take an approach where you write one line and then use the last word of that line or phrase to begin the next line. And it can also be almost become like a game. Once you've highlighted a few phrases or ideas, you can start to work them into coherent lyrics. And this is where your existing song can work. Maybe certain melodic lines dictate certain number of syllables, so you can work with that. Maybe certain song sections have a sound and phrases you've created relate to that sound, so you might have found something for your chorus. At this stage, it doesn't have to be an entire lyric. It's just kind of ideas, again, sketching out and signposting where your lyric is going. Then you go for a process of refining your lyrics. So maybe some rhymes appear. Maybe you want to work on rhyme. 
people often get stuck on rhyme, so you can look to songs you like for rhyming structures and then copy those rhyming structures. You're not copying the lyrics, but you're looking at what type of rhymes people use. I've got videos on the YouTube channel about writing lyrics if you want some more detail. And then that's the process. You go, you come up with some basic lyrics and then you've sketched out all of the parts of your song. Then you can go and work out on any other problems. So as you've worked along your song, you might have gone back and thought, ah, actually, I've got this really great line. It might be the title. I want to introduce it to the beginning of the song. So I need to write a chord progression to go with that. Or I need to write a melody to go with that. And that's normal. There will be some shuffling around and moving around of parts of your song. And then you can work on polishing things. So maybe you want to change chords to highlight a certain phrase. So you need to work on a small part of your chord progression. Maybe you want to work up to the chorus. So you want your higher melody notes in your chorus and your lower melody notes in your verse. So you create kind of a line up leading towards your chorus. And therefore that also needs to be reflected in the chord progression. All of these kind of things can take a little bit of time and then you're done. So it's really a basic framework for working on songs. And the thing I want to leave you with here is that the quicker you get at writing songs, the more you can practice. And the more you're able to practice writing songs, the better you'll get. So having a short and simple repeatable process can actually help you to be the best songwriter you can be. The more you practice, the better you get. And it's actually a really enjoyable process. So if you want to go deeper with this, then visit onehoursong.com now to write your own song in just one hour. There's also a link in the show notes. So that's it for this week. I hope you found that framework interesting and useful. If you've got your own ideas about how to write a song, then feel free to let me know. You can leave a comment on Substack, which is available at writersongpodcast.com or on the YouTube community tab. I love hearing your ideas, your thoughts and suggestions. So please get in touch and you can help to shape future episodes. But good luck with your songwriting this week and I'll see you next time. All the best. 